Welcome to Aunt Blanche's Story Corner. Well, I thought we'd visit an old friend today, Uncle Wiggily. I found an Uncle Wiggily Thanksgiving story. So I thought we just ought to go back and see how our friend Uncle Wiggily is doing. So join me now for Uncle Wiggily's Thanksgiving by Howard R. Garris. There came, one afternoon, a knock at the door of the hollow stump bungalow where Uncle Wiggily Longlears lived. Do you suppose that can be the fuzzy fox or the woozy wolf? anxiously asked Nurse Jane, the muskrat lady housekeeper. No, answered the bunny gentleman. They would not dare come boldly up to my bungalow in broad daylight, though if it were night they might come sneaking along, trying to nibble my ears. I suppose this may be Sammy or Susie Littletail, or Johnny or Billy Bushytail. I'll let them in. But when Uncle Wiggily opened the door, in came rushing a great big turkey gobbler gentleman. In his bill, he carried a basket in which sat a dish filled with something red. I have it, Uncle Wiggily, I have it, exclaimed the turkey. I picked it up and I ran away with it. Now they can't have any Thanksgiving and I'll be safe. Shut the door, he gobbled and setting the basket on the floor, he scuttled behind a chair. While Nurse Jane and Uncle Wiggily were so surprised, they hardly knew what to do. What in the world have you brought with you, Mr. Gobble-Obble? asked the bunny gentleman. Gobble-Obble was the turkey's name. The cranberry sauce was the answer. At our house where I've been living, they're making a great fuss over Thanksgiving which will happen in a few days. They've been feeding me up and fattening me, and every day the man would come out and look at me, though I didn't know what for, until I heard the children talking about it. Talking about what? Nurse Jane wanted to know. Thanksgiving, gobbled the turkey. This morning I heard the cook say, that gobbler's fat enough to roast now. I think I'll make the cranberry sauce. It'll be Thanksgiving soon. Then, went on the turkey, I knew why they'd been feeding me things to make me fat. You can't imagine how I felt. Well, the cook made the cranberry sauce. She put it in a dish and set it on the back steps to cool. I watched my chance, picked it up, and ran over here. There's the cranberry sauce. And Mr. Gobble-Obble pointed to it with one wing. But why in the world did you bring away the cranberry sauce? What good is that going to do you? Asked Uncle Wiggily, very much puzzled by the turkey's queer talk and actions. Listen, gobbled the turkey. I heard one of the children say that Thanksgiving wouldn't be Thanksgiving without turkey and cranberry sauce. Then, thinks I to myself, if I run away, and take the cranberry sauce with me, there'll be no Thanksgiving, and many poor turkeys will be glad of it. Oh, 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 laughed Uncle Wiggily, chuckling so hard that his pink nose twinkled like a lightning bug on the 4th of July. What's the matter? asked Mr. Gobble-Obble. Won't you be good enough to hide me and the cranberry sauce until after Thanksgiving? 
Then I'll be safe. Of course you may stay here, said the bunny gentleman. But the idea of you thinking you can stop Thanksgiving by hiding yourself or the cranberry sauce. Can't I? asked Mr. Gobblebobble, doubtful-like. Of course you can't, exclaimed Mr. Longears. Why, Thanksgiving doesn't mean just feasting on turkey, ice cream, and cranberries. It does to the house I ran away from, said Mr. Gobblebobble. Yes, I suppose it does at many other houses, went on the bunny gentleman, but Thanksgiving is really a time to be thankful for the things one has had to eat all the year, for that and other blessings. The pilgrim fathers who came over to live among the Indians were thankful for even a little parched corn. What are Indians? asked the turkey who'd never studied history. Wild men who wore feathers such as yours, said Nurse Jane. They're Indians. I'll tell you about the Indians some day, promised Uncle Wiggily. Now, we must talk more about Thanksgiving. I don't like to talk about it, sighed Mr. Gobblebottle. It isn't a happy thing for me even to think about, much less talk about. But you shouldn't have run away with the cranberry sauce, went on the bunny gentleman. I'm afraid I shall have to ask you to take it back. All right, I will, promised Mr. Cobblehobble. But I'll go after dark, so the cook won't see me. Then I'll come here again and stay with you and Nurse Jane. Yes, do, invited the bunny. Spend the Thanksgiving with us. So, when it grew dark, Mr. Gobbleobble picked up the basket of cranberry sauce in his bill and went over the fields and through the woods to the village where lived the real boys and girls and their fathers and mothers, softly and silently, like the shadow of a feathered Indian, the turkey made his way to the back stoop. There he set down the cranberry sauce and scuttled over to Uncle Wiggily's hollow stump bungalow again. Days and nights came and went, and then it was Thanksgiving. Very lucky I am to live to see this day, gobbled the turkey as he ate his breakfast with Uncle Wiggily and Nurse Jane. If I hadn't run away with the cranberry sauce, I'd be roasting in the oven right now. Well, I'm glad you aren't spoke the bunny, though of course it wasn't right for you to take the cranberry sauce. They'll have that for Thanksgiving anyhow, remarked Nurse Jane. But now, Wiggly, she went on, if I get the baskets ready, will you start out with them? Yes, Miss Fuzzy Wuzzy, answered the bunny gentleman, twinkling his pink nose. What baskets are you speaking of? asked Mr. Gobblebobble as he saw the muskrat lady putting carrot cakes, turnip flop-overs, and lettuce sandwiches up in little bundles. These are for the poor folk of animal land, answered Uncle Wiggily. Each year, at Thanksgiving, Nurse Jane puts up a good dinner for them, and I take the baskets around in my automobile. How nice, gobbled the turkey. May I help? I'm so thankful for not being in the oven that I'd like to make someone else thankful, too, if I could. 
That's the idea, cried the bunny. Yes, come along, Mr. Gobblehobble. Soon the bunny gentleman had filled his automobile with baskets of good things packed by Nurse Jane. Over the fields and through the woods rode Uncle Wiggily and the turkey gentleman, and many a poor family was the happier for Uncle Wiggily's visit. And at last, when the final basket had been left, and Uncle Wiggily and the turkey were on their way back to the bungalow, out from behind a bush jumped bad old fuzzy fox. I want to nibble your Uncle Wiggily's ears for Thanksgiving, howled Fox. I want ears to nibble. Well, you can't do that not today, <laughs> laughed Uncle Wiggily, and he made the auto go so fast that the fox was left far, far behind. Oh, ho, gobbled the turkey as they came within sight of the stump bungalow. This ride will give us a good appetite for the Thanksgiving dinner. Indeed it will, <laughs> laughed Uncle Wiggily. But then they went inside and met Nurse Jane. The muskrat lady looked at them in such a strange way that Uncle Wiggily asked, What is the matter, Miss Fuzzy Wuzz? He sometimes called her that in fun. Has anything happened? Yes, Uncle Wiggily, there has, sadly answered the muskrat lady housekeeper. I will not keep it from you. Have, have they come for me? asked the turkey in a faint and far-off voice. Have they? Oh, no, said Nurse Jane. But by mistake, I packed up everything in the house to eat in those Thanksgiving baskets, Uncle Wiggily. I didn't save a thing for ourselves. And what to do about your Thanksgiving dinner, I don't know. I'm so sorry. Tut, tut, never mind, broke in Uncle Wiggily kindly. I dare say we shall find something to nibble on. A couple of carrots will do me. Well, I have those, Nurse Jane said, and a little corn. I love corn gobble the turkey. I can eat it myself, the muskrat lady declared. So if you can put up with that for Thanksgiving, we'll eat. Then they sat down to the corn and carrots, and Uncle Wiggily said, I'm thankful I could make the auto go so fast that we ran away from the fox. So am I, agreed the gobbler, and I'm thankful I'm sitting here up to the dining table instead of nicely being roasted on top of it. And I'm thankful I could help you feed the poor animal families. I'm thankful, Nurse Jane spoke, because you two gentlemen didn't scold and make a fuss when you found that I made a terrible mistake about the dinner. <laughs> laughed Uncle Wiggily. Then we are all thankful and there could not possibly be a better Thanksgiving than this. So, they ate the corn and the carrots and were very happy. And if the jumping jack doesn't waggle his tail like a skyrocket and knock over the milk bottles so they think they're roller skates and slide down the back stoop, then I'll wish all of you a happy, happy Thanksgiving. 
I hope you enjoyed hearing a story about Uncle Wiggily again. One of the things I always love about our dear rabbit gentleman is he's always thinking about other people. And every story has to do with something that reminds us that we need to be kind to others and that we have so very much to be thankful for. I do indeed hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. And even if you're listening to this story many, many weeks after Thanksgiving, every day should be a day of Thanksgiving because God has given us so much to be thankful for. I'm thankful that you're listening to me in my story corner. Join me again in Aunt Blanche's story corner. <laughs>